0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Saliza, editor-at-large and politics reporter in for David Chalian. I write and host The Point newsletter and YouTube show for CNN. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 23rd. The end of February is near and that means we might hear President Joe Biden's final decision on who his Supreme Court nominee will be. One thing we know about it, it will be a black woman, as Biden has pledged to make history with that pick whenever he does make it. Sources tell CNN that Biden has met with at least three potential Supreme Court nominees, and it appears he's on track to make his final decision soon. The frontrunner is Ketanji Brown Jackson, who sits on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. But we know Biden has also interviewed Leandra Kruger, who sits on the California Supreme Court, and J. Michelle Childs, who sits on the U.S. District Court for the District of South Carolina. One source familiar with the meetings told CNN that Biden has yet to make up his mind on who he wants to pick. But White House spokesperson Andrew Bates told CNN the president continues to evaluate candidates to replace retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. I think he's a model public servant in a time of great division in this country. Justice Breyer has been everything his country could have asked of him. I will select a nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. As of now, the evolving crisis with Russia and Ukraine has not derailed the president's plan to make a decision ahead of his March 1st State of the Union address to Congress, which means we're less than a week away from a decision and whoever it is has to be confirmed by the Senate. Now, just like with any other job, the interview stage can actually be make or break for a Supreme Court hopeful. Although Jackson has long been considered the frontrunner, there's no guarantee until the interviews are done. For instance, the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg famously sealed her nomination during a June 1993 meeting with President Bill Clinton after he had been concentrating for weeks on other candidates. It was, Clinton later said, the conversation of a lifetime. This stage in the process provides an opportunity for presidents to bond with potential candidates and allows them to dive more deeply into their legal approaches and personal history. It's unlikely that Biden will ask questions about specific cases or seek promises on certain decisions because presidents don't normally do that sort of thing. But these one-on-one sessions offer a private prelude to the public scrutiny of the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings. And themes from these interviews may also reemerge later in those same confirmation hearings. So what are Senate Republicans thinking about all this? Well, some Republicans claim it's inappropriate for Biden to promise the vacancy will be filled by a black woman. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said yesterday, though, that he disagrees with that idea. Honestly, I did not think that was inappropriate. Um, President Reagan promised to put a woman on the Supreme Court. Sandra Day O'Connor, President Trump, promised to put a woman on the Supreme Court when Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. So I'm not complaining about that. McConnell also said that whoever is picked will be treated better by Republicans in her confirmation process than Brett Kavanaugh was in his by Democrats. Earlier this month, Texas Senator Ted Cruz went as far as saying that promise is, quote, casually racist. It ends up being insulting to African-American women. There are there are black women who are very talented jurists who may well be be the appropriate nominee But when when Biden starts out by saying he has a quota system, he diminishes the achievements of those African-American women. Cruz knows what he's doing. He's just virtue signaling to the Republican base. Black people, and black women in particular, have been vastly underrepresented on the Supreme Court, and white men have been massively overrepresented on the same court. So as Biden said, this pick has been a long time coming. And Biden is a president who stressed his desire to build bridges between Republicans and Democrats, for sure. He's been inviting the opinions of senators of both parties and wanting their ideas and points of view. So many on both sides of the aisle are curious to see if his nominee will do the same to seek consensus wherever possible on the court. Liberal interest groups are torn between wanting Biden to pick someone who is a truth teller or a bridge builder. Whoever he does pick, we know the conservative makeup of the court won't change. So some argue a truth-teller nominee can make a dent in the court of public opinion, like Justice Sonia Sotomayor has serving in the minority. She was passionate in her dissents and oral arguments in the abortion rights cases the court heard recently. So with Biden's decision just a few days away, it could theoretically come in time to give Democrats a boost that they need right before the midterms. It's possible a Democratic nominee will be just what Democrats need to galvanize their base. But as we just talked about, it's important to note that it will not change the ideological makeup of the Supreme Court. And of course, the other big question, could this have any impact long term, like on the 2024 presidential election? Well, as you might guess, that's hard to say. And that's because there's still a lot of unknowns about 2024. For instance, is Joe Biden even going to run for a second term? He said he plans to, but if he doesn't, who emerges as the Democratic nominee? And is former President Donald Trump going to run again? Would anyone seriously challenge him for the Republican nomination? Trump sat down with radio hosts Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton yesterday and said that his polling has, quote, never been higher. Now, I can't find any recent polls that say exactly that, but nonetheless, we'll have to keep an eye out to see whether Trump or Biden end up running again and how Biden's Supreme Court pick is viewed by the public and, perhaps most importantly, the Senate. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Chris Lizza. Thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to my nightly email newsletter, The Point, and to CNN's YouTube channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow.